following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled The Zing Podcast Network Executive Programming Meeting. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. All right, hit the uh, record button here. Lachlan, you settled in? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good to go. All right, we're going to go ahead and start this content officer meeting at the Zing Podcast Network here, currently in the Zing Tower. Uh, present, uh, first I'll state my name, Rodney Cronkey. I am the senior manager of CEO-level content strategy and business development here at the Zing Podcast Network. Uh, formerly um, came up in the Risco organization. And uh, Lachlan, you want to introduce yourself for the tape? Yeah, uh, I'm Lachlan Walmsey. Uh, I am the chief content king of programming, administration, and CEOs. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit jealous to hear you came up in the Risco, uh, uh, you know, the sort of training program over there, because I'm a, a pretty fresh hire, you know, so I, I feel like I have a lot to learn from you about Risco and about uh, the Zing Network, but I'm excited to get started on our fall programming, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got... Um... A lot of good names here. A lot of stuff to work with. Um, have you looked at the budget yet at all, Lachlan? Yeah, we're looking at what maybe a uh, hundred and ten million here. I think we can uh, work with that. No, no, no. That's just for the fall programming. Look at the spring too. I think we get about two hundred and ten million. Oh, hey, not bad. Yeah, but you know, about a hundred million of that gets skimmed off the top for near a tandem. You know, we already agreed to that six episodes of that 15 minute long podcast so oh, i thought you were gonna we say gotta, skimmed off the top for us but uh uh i guess you wouldn't say oh no that no no that's time. that's po- that's post skim no they all know what it is well, uh, actually too. i'm glad you brought up that near attendant podcast because actually i was on the phone with her people i know uh she agreed to six episodes at 15 minutes each but she's only gonna have a one hour availability so what we're gonna have to do is record six 10-minute episodes and slow them down to 15 minutes each to fulfill the contract. But I think people won't notice a difference. We'll let the uh, the audio engineers fill out the details on that. I'm sure they can make it work. You know, whatever. We got the name. You know, we can't talk about why, but, you know, it's, it, it, it's dealt with. So we have about 110, about 140 million, because I do think... You know, we still have that, you know, VC guy coming in. So I think we're just getting thrown duffel bags in the lobby or something. Oh, look under the table here. Oh, there's another duffel bag. Yeah, there's a hold on. I don't know if anyone's counted this one yet. Let's see here. About 10 million. Uh, I hate it when they do it in hundreds, you know, like speed it up. Like 100, like that. I don't see. I'm going to eyeball this one, say that's about another 15 million. So, you know what? Let's throw that under the table. And if we need it, we'll use it. If not, we'll come back here at nighttime. It's a rainy day duffel bag there. Well, uh, so let's let's get to it. Um, first up, uh, you know, we're, pro- we're programming here for the uh, spring and fall schedule. Um, I know we got some big names. We're hoping to get as many big names as possible for this. To get a lot, I mean, I think we're talking at least, you know, thirty podcasts uh, under original content. I'm talking, you know, at least two hundred hours of listening material from that. Yeah, because uh, each podcast you got to figure is going to be about five hours of total content. So we're yeah, going to need a couple hundred shows. Right, and you know, then we have the stuff like we have weekly episodes, and each episode is like eleven minutes. So, you know, if I'm being generous. 
All right, so let's let's go here. Let's uh, you got some names with you, right? Yeah, um, I've got a bunch of people in my Rolodex here. I've called most of these people up, and they're interested in something. They don't know. We haven't exactly figured out what these projects are going to look like, but all these people are on board for you know something fresh and something exciting. So I'm kind of thinking if we compare Rolodexes. Maybe we can match up some big names to create a splash, you know, kind of like Springsteen yeah. and Obama when they did five hours of oh, podcast you know that, that one that, time. That huge pot, that was huge. Everybody was talking about, you know, Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama. Everybody yeah. was talking about that podcast and all the crazy conversations they had about how humble they were. Yeah, it was the only thing I heard anyone talk about for those couple weeks when I hung it out exclusively everywhere. with podcast executives. It was it was everywhere. Like people were freaking out. I think they did Madison Square Garden. They did Madison Square Garden for twenty two minutes. Oh, I think it was, it was just stuff. I think it was just played over the PA system uh, during a Knicks game, but close enough. Close enough. I mean, it's 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 well, some of the episodes are short enough. You can you can get them in there at halftime. All right, so I got my main guy. You got your main guy. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got a surefire hit right here uh, i mean i think i got a heavy hitter so let's just say you say you're heavy hitter i'll say my heavy. okay hitter. well i am in talks with a mr malcolm gladwell oh very interesting because i have a verbal contract with a mr arnold schwarzenegger oh i think we already got a show right there because you know we got to got the brains and the brawn right. you know what i mean and they're got... both like old men so it's like you know they're both old rich men. Like, Yeah, it's going to be a hit. Who doesn't want to listen to that? Every single thing that old rich men talk about is so relatable. You know, boats, staffed boats. Like, who doesn't know about staffed boats? And here's the thing. You know, Gladwell, he's the thinker. But Schwarzenegger, he's the doer. You know, he's the governator. You know, you know I what think... a, a good logo would be? Is you know how like when they're the statue of the, that famous thinker, I can't remember the name of it, but he's thinking the famous one. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that statue anyway, but he's real wit ripped, and he's sitting there thinking, and he's sitting on some sort of ball. Yeah, what if that is? What if that guy had two heads, and one of them was Gladwell, and one was short, and one of them was Arnold? Yeah, and the body would be Arnold, and then you know. You know, or we could make Malcolm Gladwell the ball that Arnold's sitting oh, on. Oh, yeah, so, like, just the, put his the, head on in the ball. A cartoon, obviously, and have it be like, you know, the, uh, you know, what are we, it's a great dynamic, but, uh, you know, what what are we thinking? I know you just said thinker. Wait, you're thinking uh, of the ball, but isn't, isn't that Atlas who's holding the ball up? I don't think the guy who's doing the thinking has a ball. I think he's just thinking. No, the guy's sitting on a ball to think. Oh. Maybe it is Atlas. Atlas. What it, no, what if we do have Atlas just holding up Gladwell's head? No, Atlas was on a knee with the ball above his head. Yeah, I'm thinking of the guy who's thinking. I well, can't that's what remember I thought you were thinking of, but then the I got name of by the, the statue. But it's a famous statue of a man who's thinking, and he's kind of leaning on his you know forehead or his chin. I don't remember. It's, it's called the man those. who's thinking and leaning on his hand and sitting on a ball. The thinking I don't man think sits it's on a ball, ball. He's sitting on though. You know, well, well, maybe, you know, we can figure that out and, you know, have the art guys figure it out. But we throw them and say, you know, we call it, you know, whatever we call it, the thinker and the stinker. 
you know, Arnold's camp probably won't like that unless we convince <laughs> him that he's the thing. We're going to have to do a, a PR campaign uh, to make him smell bad. Get that in the media a few weeks before. I mean, it's just the first thing I think of is just, you know, that rhymes with think. What else rhymes with thinker? Drinker? You know, nobody wants to be, <laughs> you know, said that or, you know. I can't think of anything else that rhymes with thinker. Uh, Steven Pinker. We could get Pinker instead of Gladwell. And Pinker and, and we Thinker. make Schwarzenegger that's what, that's the what, thinker, the thinker and wait. Pinker. <laughs> so where does Gladwell go on this? Because Gladwell's a way bigger get than, than you know, Pinker. I know that's true. Maybe, ah, uh, this is tough. Maybe, maybe we have we on Pinker make, as the third Mike. The thinker. Maybe we could the, hire a person to change his name to Peter Stinker. And then he'd be <laughs> the, so it'd be the thinker, the stinker, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. The thinker, the stinker, the drinker, and pinker. Now we well, need a drinker? drinker. Maybe the guy from Cheers. Could he do it, you think? I mean, we could get Ron White in there. We have Ron White on contract till 2024. All right. Well, this is getting more and more complex as we go. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm really worried that if we add Ron White to the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Malcolm Gladwell podcast, that he'll overrun the conversation. <laughs> uh, you know, so maybe we let's just stick with Gladwell. Okay, let's stick to Gladwell. Arnold. Stick to Schwarzenegger. We can come back around to the title. Uh, I think the episodes I I want to have them run through. Uh, our unlikely friendship, where they explain how good of friends they are uh, hours after meeting each other. Um, I want one on relationships with our fathers and masculinity because, um, you know, people really want to see the, the uh, way that these very different, you know, we got a nerd egghead fucking geek over here and we got a cool strong guy. People really want to know their thoughts on masculinity in 2021. Um, well, do we do, you know, what's the next subject? Because I'm well, seeing we want them to talk about money and the American dream because who doesn't love to, uh, you know, Think about uh, how great this country is and how, uh, you know, we want money. Sure, we want money to be equitable, but uh, I feel like this we're is making $60 million to do five hours of podcasting. So maybe we don't want to talk I, about money. I don't know. I feel like those are all very self-indulgent conversations. That if two people actually had those conversations at length with each other, they'd essentially just be masturbating together. Well, you would think that, but you know, we got another topic that's even more in that direction called looking toward American renewal. I think it would be really great to hear this former governor and this really smart guy just think about how do we renew this country under the, the, the wondrous Biden administration. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could do we could do a thing. We lost a little bit of the political traction now that Trump got taken care of and is out of the public discourse. But maybe I don't know. We could see another rise in maybe shootings. Hopefully, uh, if there's like another string of shootings that would get people politically invigorated for political content again. So, you know, we could keep that on the back burner. I think that's a good idea. We just have to really hit the climate at the right time. So, you know, maybe once we have all of the episodes in the bag. You know, wait till like a uh, like a like a tragedy, and we can just really hope that there's like a good shooting or like you know something that will like get the political discourse. Yeah, up we again. could have uh, Gladwell do something about the unexpected cause behind shootings. Like, you know, you know the second like it's Biden weapons, won, you know, uh, like morals. Michelle Michelle Obama completely quit her podcast. Like she just knew. You know, it's like all right, it's over. You know, let's get out of here. Well, we, we got, got Michelle we, Obama we got on check. the hook. Uh, we got her on the hook for something, though. We want to do a podcast with her that's twice daily, that's two minutes long, that kids are supposed to brush their teeth to. Oh, so it's like you're supposed to brush the whole time while Michelle... So, like, parents would put that on for children? 
Yeah. Although parents get something out of it too. I think like, you know how kind of like a Marvel movie is a little bit darker than you might think. Cause it's for, mm-hmm, but sometimes too. they have laughs. They have laughs that only the adults would understand. Yeah. So something, I think something like that, but with Michelle Obama, Obama teaching kids to uh, brush their teeth. Well, it'd be great if we could get like a Marvel superhero to do a podcast. Wait, you know, maybe uh, who'd be better than Michelle Obama about making it kind of more for the adults and than the kids is Monica Lewinsky. And she'd be something, oh. you know, there's something there of just like, oh, to put it in your mouth, kids. And the adults will be like, I know what she put in her mouth. And they'll be like, I'm really smart for remembering that. Well, I, I had Monica Lewinsky on my short list as well. Have your people talked to her? No, but I mean, I think that could be that could be great. Unless you well, were thinking that we pair her up with someone kind of like the Gladwell Schwarzenegger thing. But well, I mean, I got a perfect person to to to, to kind of, uh, uh, you know, mush this together with um i've been talking a lot to amy mann and she's expressed interest in doing a podcast about cigars just cigar culture different types of rare cigars she said she would smoke cigars and blow the smoke into her microphone you know you could get a guy to take a picture of it and you know she'd be just smoking all these cigars in like a you know she said a small room she'd prefer to smoke her cigars in a small room with no windows uh, her words, um, but you know, we get Malins- Lewinsky in there in that smoke filled room with Amy Mann. We could do a kitschy kind of thing and name the podcast like Oral Fixation or something, even though that might be sexist. Is that sexist? Uh, There's no I don't women know. that also, work is this, here, so is this I don't still know. Still going to be for children to brush their teeth to, or is this a whole different thing now? Well, you know, maybe the first two minutes, Amy Mann and Monica Lewinsky lay off the cigar and oral sex talk. <laughs> And, you know, they say, hey, uh, by the way, first two minutes of this show is for brushing your teeth. You know, adults will like that, too, because everyone's really into well, self-care. Adults need to remember the, to brush their teeth. Yeah, it's so easy to forget these days. And what, especially if you're smoking cigars. If you're world. listening to a cigar podcast, you should probably brush your teeth <laughs> more in general. But, you know. Yeah, you know, I like Amy that Mann's, idea. Two minutes that are family friendly, followed by yeah. 58 minutes that are not. I am worried that it is sexist, and I think people are kind of catching up to our industry, you know, defense. Well, what if you know, we get a guy in there who also likes to smoke cigars? Well, I was saying it, 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 it's just been so long that, like, you know, we've been able to say, you know, I'm not sexist because no women were here to tell me not to do it. Like, they don't work here. And then they say, you know, why, you know, why don't more women work here? And then I leave the room. But before that, it used to work all the time. Now they're saying we got to hire them. I, I'm really afraid that this project may turn out to go against us. Hmm. Maybe put this one on the back burner too then. Yeah, but I like where we're at. Uh, maybe the name could use some work so it's less uh, directly referential to oral sex. Well, what if it's uh, just called The Feminist Podcast with Monica Lewinsky and Amy Mann? Well, Amy Mann was really adamant on it being a cigar based podcast i don't think she wants to talk you know well, how about it, this it, how about this then smoking in the her girls personal room. life is a smoking whole different in the thing. girls room Ooh, that's a good one that's a good one it's very and, empowering know, for women to be bad in school you know well they are older women let's be honest <laughs> let's be honest when we're talking about ab man and monica Lewinsky. you know these are not references that i think most even young twenty. oh monica yeah well amy man among you know people that wear tevas might know but uh i would say the majority of young people are not super familiar with amy man and monica Lewinsky. 
So maybe that's why we're going to introduce them posing to... them as girls, underage girls that are smoking in their high school yeah. bathroom. See, that's the thing is, since people that aren't that familiar with them, things. it'll be easy to trick them because they don't know well, who these people are. Well, that's true. Do we try to like give them some Gen X makeup or make them look rebellious or you know, you know, uh, uh, put Lewinsky in a presidential type of dress that's remnant so people will be like, oh, I know. And you know, Amy Mann's probably going to be chomping well, on the biggest cigar you've ever seen. It is a podcast. I don't think they're going to see the dress. Oh yeah. Well, maybe I'll tell Amy to reference it or something. But she's pretty much all business when it comes to cigars. I'm not even sure she'll make eye contact with Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> so what if, what if the uh, you know like when you're listening to podcasts, there's the picture you see. You're on Spotify. They got the the picture of it. It's like an album cover or whatever, right? Yeah. What if that for them? What if it's the two of them sitting side by side smoking cigars, and then in the cigar smoke, it's making their own faces above them? Oh, that's perfect. And then also, um, maybe uh, the smoke faces are saying the title of the show, like yeah. "Oh, our smoke's talking." <laughs> the smoke faces are also the smoking cigars. Podcast. Yeah, the, no, the, the smoke faces are smoking their own cigars, and that cigar smoke says the name of the show. All right. Well, we'll get uh, some art nerd to, to work on it. We'll give yeah. him a hundred bucks. Oh, in, in between for, them, in between them, there's two toothbrushes. Also, I'll grab one of the hundreds out of this bag of fifteen million dollars and just toss that to a person to do the art for the whole thing. Yeah. Well, all right. I think that's a pretty solid concept. I think the name of the the of the podcast. So we got a good we got a good you know Gladwell Schwarzenegger project. We have a good Amy Mann Monica Lewinsky project. Um. I'm going to put a name out there. All right. And it's one name. I got Pharrell. Mm. I got Pharrell. He's doing, he's, you know, he, he's got synesthesia. He does all this cool stuff. He wears his cool clothes. He kind of dresses like the host of a, you know, of a children's TV show. The big hats and wide brims and things like that. Um, well, <clears throat> hasn't really asked for much direction. Just said he'll do whatever on whatever. Well, I've, I've got another name to throw back at you then, who I think this could be a perfect pairing. Uh, Mr. Larry David. Ooh, Larry David I mean, and Pharrell. This guy doesn't know how to dress himself. This guy's got a crazy hat that everyone remembers from five years ago or whenever that was. What if Pharrell is getting might, Larry I David to like try 10. on the fits? I think, it, I think it might have been like 10, man. <laughs> I think it might have been a long time, man. But think about well, it. I mean, this guy doesn't know how to dress himself. This guy can dress. What What if we get him talking outfits? We get him talking their uh, fashion and daily routines and stuff like that. You know, I I, I like that. I I don't. Th- I think that could be part of it. I don't think that's the whole idea. You know, because these two guys, we're gonna we just gotta wind them up, right? Uh, uh, I'm thinking, what's hot in the podcast world right now? True crime. What do I think of when I think of Pharrell? Well, I think of Pharrell's hat. What do I think of when I think of Pharrell's hat? Well, I think that, you know, the uh, Malaysian plane went missing at the same time his hat was out. And a lot of people were saying <laughs> that maybe the Malaysian plane was inside of Pharrell's hat. So now, what we could do, do with that. Ten is episodes say, about that. Well, I think that Larry David and Pharrell teaming up to do a true crime podcast about the missing Malaysian plane. <laughs> I, I think we got something here. But if, it's in, uh, if it's in Pharrell's hat, 
it won't take long to no, find it's, it. No, it's just, it's just you know, maybe we have Pharrell do a short speech at the beginning, and he's like, ever since I had that great hat, people make their jokes. I don't mind. But someone once said that the Malaysian plane was in it. This made me wonder, what Malaysian plane? And I began the next 10 years dedicated to researching what happened to Malaysian plane a hundred or something. <laughs> and then Larry and then I got my partner Larry David here to help me figure out and he'd be like, you know, who uh you know uh the, you know uh you know uh you know first yeah, I'll take the first class uh where uh, you know the pl- I, well he'll come up with it better than me. And he'll just we'll just let him go. I mean, I don't know if that plane angle's going to fly the whole way. That's pretty no good. Pun, no pun intended there, but uh too late. Um I think we're going to need something else for these two, but I like the pairing because, you know, we got the cool, younger, hip guy. And by younger, I mean at least 40, right? Uh, and we got the the older, kind of nebbish guy. I think that pairing's good. The only thing I can think of that would be more of sort of an odd couple thing is if we want to take Larry David and pair him up with an anti-Semite instead. But I think it's easier to keep him with Pharrell. We just need, like, a, a explosive angle. Do you have any anti-Semites under contract? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got plenty of them, but I just think, I don't know if they're going to have the same dynamic that he's going to have with Pharrell. I thought I got a Wahlberg, but it turned out it was just a guy that worked for uh, Wahlburgers. And I was trying to get some level of, you know, racism there, but that's all I could get. Uh, what he was, was it, racist, but he wasn't famous enough for me to care. Another anti-Semite we could get is, uh, what was the name of that guy who, mo- who directed the movie about the passion of that other guy? Wasn't that just Mel Gibson? Yeah, but who was the guy about in that movie, The Passion of uh, That Guy? Jim Caviezel? He played Jesus. I don't think he's an anti-Semite. Jim Caviezel, not Jesus. I'm pretty sure Jesus was probably an anti-Semite. That's what I was thinking, because he started Christianity, so it's like, oh, was Judaism not good enough for you? You had to end Judaism and create Christianity? That's the most anti-Semitic thing I've ever heard in my life. What if we get that guy on there? Oh, yeah, the big guy is my dad. He says stuff like that. But, you know, God bless him. Good luck out there. That's what he said on the cross. The big guy's my dad. The big guy's yeah. my dad. Y'all just messed up. Well, we can't get Jesus. Um, we can't get any anti-Semites. The other best thing we can probably do is get a major religious figure. Um, are any of the Bushes in good standing right now? Um... I mean, George W. Bush is so busy painting. I don't think he wants to do like an audio thing. He's more of like a visual guy these days. And Jeb keeps telling me he's available, but it's just you just can't do anything with such like you can become a Republican governor with no charisma, but you cannot be on a podcast with no charisma. Like get out of here, Jeb. What about the Bush twins? Oh, oh wait, well, that brings me back to our original idea. One of them could be the drinker. Wait, so now we want to separate the Bush twins and put one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Malcolm Gladwell? Yeah, to we do, can find something and, for and that. And even one. then, we, that's just the drinker, the thinker, and the, uh, and and the stinker. And, and, <laughs> and we're not going to do the Schwarzenegger's not going to go for the stinker. You know, it doesn't have to rhyme either. I feel like we're kind of pigeonholing ourselves well, how about this? by What if say- it's Gladwell with the two Bush twins and one of them has to agree to be the stinker so the other one can be the drinker? I mean, they would agree to be the stinker. Okay, let's do that. Then I think we put the Bush but twins. But wait, with then Gladwell. we're just gonna we're just putting Malcolm Gladwell with two, like, two two dumb party girls that are now like probably just normal women. I mean, we're <laughs> yeah, remembering them back in the day when they were like twenty two, and their dad was president. They were using fake IDs and shit. 
They were cool as hell. Now they're just like, just like old wino moms. Maybe we can get the Obama twins, but I don't think they ever do anything fun. They're nerds. Well, also, I don't think they can be twins when they're born a couple years apart. They're close enough. You can just say things. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe if we can't get those twins. Remember those Coors Light twins? I guess people are ready for a sort of 90s revival. We get them with the Budweiser frogs on there. What about one Budweiser frog and one Coors Light twin? I, I feel like we, we got to stop splitting up what works. You know, you well, want to okay. separate. We don't I don't the, know why you're you trying to separate budget? all these twins. We don't have the budget to get Bud, Wise, and Ur, which was actually their names if you go on Wikipedia. I think we just get Ur in there and we get twin number one. That frog's like 20. It, it, it can barely croak. It's got a little, a little uh, uh, walker that it brings with it to every pond. But it, I, I think it, it hasn't even uh, gone to a pond in years. It just The frog soaks looks in like Budweiser. Jack Nicholson at a Lakers game, just sitting there frozen like a mummy in a suit. I think it does actually go to the Lakers games all the time and sits next to Jack Nicholson. And they have to pour water on it every five minutes or it dies. It no, sucks. it's so ad- it's so addicted to beer at this point that they have to pour beer on it. Oh man, yeah. And you want to work with an elderly alcoholic frog that's constantly dying? I mean, he'll do it for cheap. He might even just do it for beer. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's uh, look. Pharrell and Larry David is a great combo. Um, let's just go ahead and stick with that. If we want to do fashion or true crime, you know, both of those I think play. You know, um. So why don't you tell me your next guy, and I got I'll see who I got for you. Um, I I mean not to keep splitting up famous pairings here. Maybe you're going to get mad at me, but uh, Mr. Cheech Marin is really interested in working with us. Oh, did he say on any particular subject he'd like to? Uh... I don't know. I'm I'm not sure that I want to prescribe that for him because uh, he's such a multifaceted artist. But let's see who you've got and what we can come up with. Let's see here. Um, I think a best bet is this guy's a little bit of a wild card and his contract is strange, but I have Joe Satriani on contract, but he won't play guitar. He's not going to play the guitar. So it's a talking only Satriani. Hmm. You know, most of his... He's a musician too. They could get along around that, I guess. um, If not him... I got Rivers Cuomo, hmm. but Rivers Cuomo does have a contract stipulation. He said he only wants to do a podcast about Asian women, whatever that means. I don't know what subject or what, but that's what he said. Hmm. I think we got a real, a real head scratcher here. I wish we had that guy who's sitting in that statue. I wish he was here with us to help us think of something. What's the name of that statue? Um, I think it's called uh, Atlas Without His Globe. I think now the more I think about it, I swear that that's the same guy in a slightly different pose. Yeah, that might be. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Where do we stand on Satriani? How about, well, here's the thing. I mean, I don't mean to suggest this on Mr. Cheech Marin's behalf, but I wonder if Joe Satriani has ever smoked marijuana before. I mean, I would have to imagine that a man who is permanently wearing sunglasses has probably smoked a little marijuana before. But think about how boring his music is. You would think that if he'd ever done drugs, he would make want to make cool sounds with his guitar. 
oh, no way. People that smoke marijuana make the most boring music of all time. They just kind of get in a riff and they just enjoy it. And they're like, this is pretty good. This is good yeah, enough. Yeah, maybe go you're with right this. after all. You think about the like, Grateful Dead. They just play up and down a little like major scale for 15 yeah. minutes and somehow they people just have like fun. It. You know, that's the one thing that a lot of, uh, you know, the Grateful Dead has learned that other bands don't know. It's like, why are, you know, why should the audience have all the fun? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It should be more why fun for the band than it is for the audience. That is a good thing. Why can't way. we just go up there and have some fun? And you know what? I found that people really gravitate towards that. But, um, you know, Joe Satriani as a hard rock guitarist, I would say probably not. I, I think, think he does it. I think that's our idea right there, maybe. Like we're saying, it's more fun for the artist to have fun than the listener what if we get Satriani and Cheech Marin and they hang out in a room together with a microphone in there, but they're not talking into the mic. They're just doing whatever they want to do. And you're like a fly on the wall. So you hear that little lighter sparking up. You hear that guitar noodling around, but there's so he not set up really like a, <laughs> an adult playpen, like recording studio. Yeah. There's everything there's they might want in there. Alcohol, CBD women. beverages in the fridge. And there's, yeah, everything they could want. There's a van, a dirty old van in the room. They're free oh, to start yeah. that thing up and get rolling. Yeah, Marin's going to love that. Maybe <laughs> we should have them together in a dirty van. You know, I bet they both have driven a lot of dirty vans. Uh, that's true. And, and however dirty, I mean, we can get this van really dirty. Like, we could drive it underground and then drive it back out underground so all the dirt's on top of it. I think, like, uh, I think Mr. Satriani and Mr. Marin would really appreciate a dirty van like that. All right, I think we're, we're headed somewhere with this one. All right, uh, let's see here. Well, if we're going to do the Satriani and Marin thing, then uh, you got anybody for Rivers Cuomo? Uh, I mean, I hesitate to suggest this, but uh, maybe, like, Henry Kissinger? With uh, Rivers Cuomo? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's killed a lot of Asian women, so... Rivers Cuomo has killed a lot no, of Asian no. women? No, Kissinger's killed a lot of people of, of all oh, kinds, is what I'm right. saying. So. Yeah, but he wasn't just like a, a woman killer guy. He was just like a That's whole true. nation I'm just saying genocide. The people he killed, it was incidental to him who he was killing, but uh, yeah, I think... that's. I guess that's something they have yeah, in common. Yeah, he was more of. racist than racist and misogynist. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can say that to, to his to his racism. credit. To his credit, <laughs> you can say that about him. Yeah. <laughs> that he was more racist at the end of the day, he was more racist than he was sexist. The audio the audio the audio will not catch this, but I am I am saluting right now. <laughs> All right. Well, we get we get Henry Kissinger with Rivers Cuomo. I mean, maybe um, they can talk about something else too. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get I just honestly don't think we're going to get Kissinger to talk about Asia. And, you know, Rivers Cuomo is going to be there the whole time trying to change, you know, talk about Asian women. Yeah, that's true. If you try to talk about foreign policy, Rivers is just going to tell you he's which gonna talk over, he's gonna girls, talk over underage you. girls have sent him letters from and, and he sent yeah. letters back too. Maybe we're just going about this all wrong. Maybe we need uh, Kissinger with Cheech Marin. I mean, if there's Ooh. one guy who needed to smoke weed 70 years ago and drop out of school, it was uh, it was Kissinger. Maybe now's the time. It might be perfect to, you know, first we uh, kind of redo Kissinger's image in the media. You know, a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people think he's the greatest thing. But, you know, the young people, they're turning against Kissinger. You know, I don't know why. Maybe it's all the racism. But, you know, as we stated, he's more racist than sexist. So it can be 
all that bad, you know, but uh, we, we refurbish his image by putting him on a harmless, a more harmless Cheech Marin-based podcast, you know, we scratch. <laughs> Cut the dirty car idea. <laughs> well, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not willing well, to give that no, up yet. If if if, if San, Satriani would get in a dirty car, I don't think we're gonna get Kissinger in that dirty car. But if we're helping Kissinger revitalize his image in the last like three days before he dies, then I think uh, it shows. It's kind also of a, a podcast. Why are why are we talking about getting them a dirty car to drive around in? Well, you can hear the dirt. You know what I mean. You can hear the grit. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, we want to have these be top tier podcasts because the difference in, you know, a uh, uh, difference, in, you know, two guys just sitting down talking and making a podcast. That's not a podcast. Who does that? You need hundreds of thousands of dollars of production value. You need multiple audio engineers and producers just to get a single episode of a podcast done. I mean, anything less than that. And, you know, I can't believe anyone would pay for it, even at a rate of something as reasonable as $5 a month, you know, on a Patreon account where you get multiple bonus episodes every week. Like, nobody would ever pay for that. They'd have to be idiots to pay for that. Lachlan? I know, but they'd be really smart to pay for the content on the Zing Podcast Network where, like you're saying, everything is so meticulous and so high budget. What about that? What if, speaking of just high budget, I mean... Like you're saying, we need more directors, more writers, more producers on every episode. What if, for these shows we're talking about, we bring in guest directors? Like, I'm thinking, I don't know, Mr. Quentin Tarantino. Get oh, him yeah. on one of these episodes. Ron Howard. Really, yeah, produce the shit out of this, man. Yeah. Steve Buscemi, you know, does a lot of sitcom work. We can get him in there, you know. Maybe have him sit down with Gladwell and Schwarzenegger. I feel like that'd be a perfect first guest. Yeah. You know, that is if we were to drop putting one of the Bush twins in there. Or both. Yeah, what if we put them both in there and it's just the thinker, the drinker, the drinker, and the stinker who's Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, uh, Bugs Bunny, he was a stinker. Remember he always said, ain't I a stinker? What if we have Bugs Bunny as the stinker, the two well, Bush daughters as the drinkers, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, we still just, we don't have a catchy name for him yet. You try dealing with Bugs Bunny's agent. I'm just going to tell you that now. It's it's that racist little frog. You're not oh, going to want to deal with Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's not going to work with Zing. No, no, no. He's not going to work with Zing. We're never going to get Bugs Bunny in a million years. Now, we could get like um, a lesser Looney Tune. Pepe, you know, Le Pew. You know, that's kind of a whole bag of worms. If people kind of refurbished Mel Gibson's image, I think Pepe Le Pew could have a comeback. That's true, because we could have him on to talk about his past behavior, his mental health. You know, it'd be a very 2021 thing to get him to open up a little. We could have him do a podcast with Bill Cosby. No, well, I mean, now you're leaning a little bit too much into it, right? I think we, we could need call to have it, it no, my no, no, bad. No. It could be called my bad. If Pepe Le Pew is doing a podcast with anyone we've talked about today, it's going to be Monica Lewinsky, so they can share sort of both sides of that dynamic of abuse, you know? So we get a, a woman that has been abused, and we put them with an abusive man. Yes, <laughs> that's what you're saying. But no, an abusive skunk. I'm saying so. It's okay, a little bit but less the skunks. Bad. Am- well, yeah, but he you is know, a skunk. The sk- and he yeah, did you, abuse a cat who was dressed like a skunk, not yeah, a human. Yeah, but it, one white bucket of paint in the wrong place, and he's going to be abusing Monica Lewinsky, just like he did. No, I mean, uh, if he's, he's serious a, about reform uh, and, it's and a fairly, you know, I'm just saying, you put him in that environment, you know, 
maybe we get another person in there to make sure everything's cool. Joe Satriani's a great mediator. <laughs> the energy's always good when Satriani's in the room. Is maybe there? We have, I think there's energy to his guitar playing, but I don't know that he has any energy personality. Well, we That's don't really know. I, on. He's I've so only a, I've never really heard him talk that much, but he said he'll do a podcast, you know, just as long as he doesn't have to yeah. do guitar solos. That's the thing is he doesn't have to talk because he makes that guitar sing. And we do talk? a promo at the beginning of every episode. For what if he's every- talking with his guitar and he never talks? He just plays guitar to show his emotion. He reacts oh, like, emotionally to things that get said. Like Frampton comes alive? No, not even a talk box. I'm just saying the riff. If someone says something he likes, then he plays a really happy riff. And if they say something he doesn't like, it's a sad one. Okay, so 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 who? And, and this let's 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 do a little role play here. In this situation, who is Satriani's? He's on the Pepe Le Pew podcast with him and Bill Cosby. I don't know why we still got Cosby on there. I was leaning toward Lewinsky. All right, let's do Pepe Le Pew and Lewinsky and Satriani in the room. Yes. And then let's say Lewinsky says, you know, I was just, you know, as the president of the United States, I, I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, and then he well, goes like, Well, that seems like it would be an inappropriate riff. Well, what, what, what riff would you have him play there? Like a more somber riff? Can you do a somber? <laughs> which which is it's heads or tails anyway, because he said he's not going to play the guitar. But what we could do? No, we're gonna get. We'll get him to play the guitar on this show. This is a great concept, I think. We could get Buckethead to do stunt guitar, and we dub it over and have it pretend like Satriani's playing the guitar. His camp might get mad, but by then we'll have recorded like ten episodes anyway, and it'll all be over. All right. It's getting a little complicated, but I think there's a lot of potential here. I I, I think so too, and uh, you know I, I I only got one more name. I don't know uh, what you I, got. I, I just I was just kind of imagining more of that show actually. Of um, you know I think there could be uplifting moments too, though. Like when Pepe Le Pew is like, I was talking to my friend LeBron James the other day, and it's like, whittle, 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 and it's like, yeah, LeBron was telling me about consent. Oh, he like, did that movie with LeBron. What was it called? Oh, man. What was that called? Oh, he did Trainwreck with LeBron. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Pepe Le Pew's first uh, movie. Yeah, he played that horny doorman. Yeah. It, was a, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a stretch. We'll put it that way. All right. Well, uh, uh, what else? What else we got? I mean, so far in all the names I'm looking at, these are, you know, ten million dollar of the budget so far. You know, we still well, got. You're looking for a heavier, a heavier hitter here, huh? Yeah, I got, I got the last one. It might take about thirty mil to puller, but uh, you know, if 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 we're ready, I think maybe this could be the last piece of the puzzle. Everybody okay, else will fall sure. into place. Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh, not too bad. Um, yeah, I'm gonna offer you back another. He- I'm talking a heavy hitter here. How about Bob Dylan? Ooh, we could get Whoopi and Dylan. I mean, I think they'd go great together. It's almost like if they had like a mellowing influence. Ugh. You think Satriani would do another podcast? Uh, do you think? Uh, <laughs> I think he'd be a good mellowing influence on this. Oh, I mean, I like that if he's doing the same thing he's doing for the Lewinsky Le Pew podcast of uh, just playing his emotions on guitar for reacting to every single line. Well, yeah, and if you won't play the guitar, we'll just get Buckethead to do it. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, a, a Gold, Whoopi Goldberg, Joe Satriani, Bob Dylan podcast. What would we call that? 
Now, this is a stretch, but did Bob Dylan ever name an album The Color Purple? <laughs> we could get him to. He could put it out the month before this show is announced. And we could call the podcast The Color Purple 2, which is a sequel to the movie The Color Purple. Which and the Bob Dylan album. The Bob Dylan album is a sequel to the movie. And then the podcast is a sequel to the Bob Dylan album. Maybe it could be a wrap-up show for each song on the album where they talk about... <laughs> or is that too specific? No, I mean, that could kill time. I mean, if we're trying to make about 12 episodes of this show, I mean, just one per song. And then uh, each one also corresponds to a chapter of the book. I mean, this, this is something. What about this? I'm, we get uh, we if we're going to produce the Bob Dylan album along with this podcast, we put Satriani on every track just blasting away on that guitar. We get oh, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg doing spoken word uh, passages of the book on like ultra. Ooh, what if Whoopi and Bob Dylan alternate line for line spoken word over Satriani songs? Oh for this man. Album? Honestly, I, I, I want to, I, I, I want to jump out of this meeting right now and I want to call Satriani and I want to say, I know you said that you wanted to do a single podcast where you talk and don't play the guitar, <laughs> but what if you do two Maybe three podcasts. And an album. And you go produce a Bob Dylan album with him about the movie (laughs) The Color Purple. Would you be interested in doing this substantial list of things? Because now I'm thinking about it, the whole reason that the Gladwell and the Schwarzenegger podcast didn't work is they didn't have a mediator. I mean, here's like the good Joe thing, Satriani. The good thing about Satriani is that he's about the cheapest person to hire of everyone we've discussed today. We can put him on six projects and make it happen. You know? I, yeah. I mean, I could. We could take a. I could. Th- I'd throw this duffel bag at his house. He'd be our property. The only way he can get us is if his uh, his lawyer tries to charge us per note for his appearances. <laughs> Lawyers always are trying to do that. Yeah, if, he, if he's charging My per note, we're going to get fucking will taken only to the play per note. That's that's yeah. I think I think that works. You know, Satriani, we get him on the thing. You know, he could be the stinker. <laughs> yeah, why not? And you know, if, if all this fails too, we can take Amy Mann from the Lewinsky Project, and we can put her, and she'll be the stinker because her cigars stink so much. And we'll say Arnold's the drinker. Oh, so it'd be go. the drinker, the thinker, the oh, stinker. What about this? Okay, what about this? What if we injure Arnold, pretending like it's an accident? Oh, I uh, poked you in the eye with my pen, and now your eye's fucked up, and he becomes the winker. And she's the stinker with the cigar. So now we got the thinker, the drinker, the drinker, the winker, and the stinker. Wait, we have two drinkers? Yeah, the two Bush uh, twins. Wait, they're still involved? They're both involved, yeah. No, there's too many people in the room, because Amy Mann was very clear in her contract. She wanted a very small room to smoke cigars in. Well, the five of them will be crammed in a very small room, like the smallest possible. Arnold's a huge guy. Well, what if we just put them all in the dirty van with She uh, said like a shed. Oh, he's a stinker, too. He's another stinker because of his weed. They're all going to be stinking. They're all going to smell like cigars. (laughs) So then it could be the thinker, the drinker, the drinker, the winker, and the six stinkers. She lights her new cigar with the burning end of her last cigar. It's a 24-7 cigar ride in the man household. All right. Well, so are the, you saying the dirty we van's get two a good drinker, idea? We get two idea? drinkers, two stinkers. 
We only have Glad one well. winker. Now, if we're going to mess up uh, Schwarzenegger's eye, we only have one winker. Should we have two winkers to be on par with the We could the get stinkers? Monica. Lo- it's a little bit of a crass joke, but we could also put Monica Lewinsky in it and make it a six person. And she's the winker because, and then we'll say it's because, uh, you know, Bill Clinton ejaculated in her eye. But then that we can't call this show the feminist show anymore. Well, we just won't. For many reasons. And also, wait, we forgot we had Pinker. We had Steven Pinker on board. So now we have the the thinker, the two drinkers, the two stinkers, the two winkers, and Pinker. I'm going to be honest. I don't think anyone we've talked about today is going to be happy about any of the assumptions we've made today. I think that if we, if we explain this last idea to them, we get them all in the room together... Get him here at the Zing Tower, and we explain the concept of this podcast from start to finish. All right, I'll be all right. stunned uh, let's if say, someone's not on let's board. Let's say um, Pinker, Stinker, the two drinkers, the thinker, and the other stinker. All right, let's say I'm them. Oh, and the winker. Yeah. I think that covered <laughs> well, all seven people now. on the podcast. All seven people sitting here. Sell, sell it. Say, what would you tell them? Okay, I would say this. <clears throat> Mr. Gladwell, I've read all of your books. They're all very smart. Uh, you're something of a thinker, am I right? I think he would say he yes. Would say yes. Okay. Uh, Amy Mann, I see you're smoking two cigars at once right now. You're something of a stinker. You're stinking this room up a little bit, right? Is that fair to say? I don't like it, but I'd say it's fair. <laughs> okay. Arnold, Arnold, can you move a little closer to me over here? I want to say something to you. Okay, I'm moving over here. Oh, oh, shit! I got you in the eye with my pen! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I have to wink now! Oh, oh no! I'm so sorry that happened, but but you can see how that's convenient for me, because now we got the thinker, right? We got the stinker, and now you're the winker. Is that fair to say that you're the winker? I guess it's fair to say that I'm winking right now. However, I thought Monica Lewinsky was going to be the winker. Why would you ever make that assumption about her? Well, what is she then? No, uh, well, uh, tell me why you would make that assumption. Uh, because of the, the, I believe Bill Clinton did some stuff, and uh, presumably, you know, a common joke of sex stuff is uh, maybe he got in her eye and then she's a winker. Oh, hey, I didn't say anything, but Mr. Schwarzenegger, you got this great idea. Ms. Lewinsky, maybe uh, you should uh, uh, be on board to be a team player about it. Oh, I think it's a great idea. That's <laughs> okay. what I imagine she would say. Okay, great. We got both winkers on. Okay, now we got to get the drinkers. Uh, the Bush. We got the two Bush daughters in here. Uh, hey, remember when you two used to drink all the time? What if we call you the drinkers? You know, we, I, we all we have families now. We're just kind of normal people. But yes, I guess you could call us the drinkers. Okay, good. Look, so far so good. Uh, Steven Pinker, is it fair to say that your last name is Pinker? Could we call you by your last name for this show? If you have to. Okay, and Cheech Marin, you like to smoke weed, which also stinks. Can we also call you another stinker? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd love that. Okay. Hey, do you have a dirty van that was maybe underground for a little bit? Yeah, what if we get all you guys in the dirty van and uh, then we film or we record the show in there and it's called The Thinker, The Two Winkers, The Two Stinkers, The Two Drinkers, and Pinker. And you're, or there's maybe there's two or three stinkers. I can't remember how many stinkers we got now, but anyway, it's 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 uh it's immaterial. You all just get in the van, smoking and talking and having fun. Uh, Amy, hypothetical Amy Mann is raising her hand. Oh, okay, uh, Amy, yeah. Um, does this van now are the windows able to roll down? 
Um, if you'd like us to keep them permanently locked, we can do that. But we could also she's have. I mean, it's up to you. Up, she's nodding up and down when you said that. Okay. Well, we'll keep those windows locked. Um, we'll even make sure that the van, the door can't unlock unless you give us a sign, and we'll have someone come pry it open with a crowbar. All right, that sounds. I want to thank all of you for having a good uh, sense of humor about this. This was a really easy hypothetical meeting to get everyone on board. <laughs> yeah, See, I, 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 I honestly was really skeptical, but that hypothetical meeting went so well that I'm like, we almost have to do this, you know. I think that's that's looking like because we're our the real artists show. and we're just taking risks, you know. Yeah, I think our risks are going to pay off. I think, like like we saw in that in that meeting, I think it would be crazy for any of them to think that that's anything less than a great idea. Um, I got I got at least one more thing in the hopper I wanted to bring up here. Yeah, let's I don't go know for if this it. is I don't know about a pairing for this. Uh, we were talking about true crime earlier, but we kind of just pivoted away from true crime there. So maybe we need to work in that true crime space a little more. Yeah, I think we if we can just like come up with like 10 cr- true crime shows like Rapid Fire, you know. Yeah. I'm thinking Now hear me out. What about Jane Goodall doing a true crime show about what she experienced hanging out with those chimps? They had to be committing all kinds of crazy shit out there, right? Oh, what if well, she breaks like- down chimp crime for us and uh you know, we could get mad at these chimps for being their unsavory behavior. Well, uh, I know that chimps are often killing uh, the children of other chimps. So uh, Jane Goodall, I guess, would be talking about that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't know if that's, like, considered crime for an animal to do. Like, well, if I a dog bites you... chimps need to have their own laws to break, right? Yeah, I think, it, you know, a, a chimp would... You know, what if I told you, hey, don't do that, you're breaking the chimps' laws... What would you say? Uh, if I was, was, am I the one breaking a chimp's law? Yeah. I would say, well, I am not of a chimp community, so I don't really care. Well, that's the same thing the chimps would say to our laws, you know, if they could verbalize it, you know, in language form. Are you trying to say that we need to get a chimp on the podcast with her to debate this? Just like a no, morality I, and ethics podcast between Jane Goodall and a chimp? I, I don't think we'll find a chimp who can debate Jane Goodall. You know, I think um, maybe we could get somebody, a lawyer, talking on behalf of the chimps. You know, so it would be like a defense attorney saying why this isn't against the law for a chimp to do. And Jane Goodall would be the prosecutor trying to sentence these chimps to death. Well, I mean, honestly, now that we're talking about having chimps on podcasts, honestly, if we just find a good cigarette smoking chimp... That could be another stinker for our flagship show. Just throw him in the dirty van with all those other so guys. Now we got three stinkers. Another smoking monkey into the van? Yeah. So then we would have three stinkers? Yeah, we might need another drinker to even it out. I don't think we do. If we do, we can get another monkey who's drinking or something. They like drinking, you know? Oh, that's true, actually, yeah. There's that good YouTube video where they're stealing all those tropical drinks on the beach from people or whatever. Yeah, but again, that's like, you know, maybe we show that footage, you know. It's really hard to do a show on chimps without showing chimps, but uh, we get that footage and we we play the audio from it. And then we have the defense attorney tell us why that wasn't a crime. And we'll have Jane Goodall say why they need the death penalty for stealing alcoholic drinks in the tropics. Yes, because here's the thing. I think I would take her side in that argument because the chimps are so smart. They know they're being bad when they're taking those drinks from those people at the resort and then drinking them up. 
They know they're doing bad stuff, and if they know it's bad, it should be illegal for them to do bad stuff. You know, how do you know that they know it's bad? They're just trying to get away without being attacked by humans. But they know they wouldn't be getting attacked if it wasn't bad, right? They're well, only getting can, attacked can for their bad Can they be bad if they don't understand the concept of property? They do understand property because they know they're stealing it from the... If they didn't know that it belonged to the person, then they Are would just take it right out of their body hand. Are you a body language ep- expert? No, but I'm, I'm imagining I'm Jane Goodall right now, just like you were imagining you were eight people in that last one. This is what Jane Goodall would say, because she's such an expert. She would say, yeah, they know they're doing something bad. They're, they wouldn't take well, it right out of their hand. They're sneaking talked, it because it's bad. Have you talked to Jane Goodall? Do you know if she wants to condemn chimps to death? Well, if she's a, a moral person, she would. Well, you know, that's... I just think we're making a lot of assumptions. Okay, well, so I think, I think we've let's been do making your show. an insane... Let's do your show, then, where she says, oh, chimps can kill anyone they want. There's no laws for chimps. That's not what How I'm saying. What do you have against chimps? They just do illegal stuff all the time, and I think there's a good true crime pro- podcast in there. Well, yeah, maybe we can do you know a, a true crime thing. We can talk about chimps getting poached, you know, and getting harvested for, you know, their... I don't know what a person needs a chimp for, but they're harvesting them. I guess a coat or something? I don't know. Muscles? Oh, like a cursed monkey paw, I guess. I guess. Or maybe teeth or something, but I thought that was mostly elephants, big tooth, that they wore. Or maybe the poachers, uh, they're just mad the chimp stole all their cigarettes and, and uh, cocktails, and they're coming for revenge. Yeah, but maybe that would seem more like a, a crime that a human would do. So I think then it would just be a true crime thing about men attacking animals and it's now it's between a poacher and a chimp or who's on this show even well i am not i'm not sure um i just don't like the direction we're heading and i'm getting very nervous about uh a pro chimp killing crime podcast well what if we have just a podcast that's only two chimps one in favor of chimp laws and one for chimp uh anarchy and chaos and then we start a zing podcast network for chimps and we've just opened up a whole new demographic well, chimps don't have any money is going to be our big problem here. Hmm. Maybe we could get them to do labor for us, making Risco tablets, and then we'll give them a Risco. Now so they the can Risco listen guy, to the Zing Podcast Network. We've already tried to get monkey workers. It doesn't work. Uh, there's probably some kind of labor laws or something. You can barely get them to wear makeup without everybody Some kind of like a post-Flintstones labor laws that got put on the books. Yeah, dinosaurs. I mean, donkeys, these horses, you yeah. can still do whatever you want to. There was that but, whole uh, uh, Flintstones craze in the 60s. When that show premiered, everyone was just making animals do free labor after that. Yeah, just and it was like, All right. washing machines and stuff. And it doesn't work for most, but if you can get an animal that does free labor, then you know, you're just printing money all your life. Yeah, but uh, what, what else right. do we need? We got... Let's uh, let's we gotta fill out some of the some of the lower tier uh, stuff. Um, you know, I'm thinking I got a nephew that um, you know, you know, New York University guy, real smart kid, just really needs some like potential. So I was thinking of throwing him like a hundred thousand dollars, doing like a, you know, like a sci-fi. He said he wants to do a sci- uh, a scripted sci-fi podcast that's every week and every episode is eight minutes long. So I think you know we can give him a hundred thousand dollars for that. He's just a kid getting started. You oh, know, it's just a hundred thousand. Let's cut it down to four minute episodes every week. Yeah, I mean, just get like a, a quick five, right? So you, it's a weekly podcast too. So you listen right, to the episode. Five. How about this uh, opening well, the, theme song? Let's have an opening theme song. I bet Satriani be glad to play on that. 
we'll oh, have a yeah. closing theme song. That's another minute right there. And then we'll have a preview of the next week's episode. So really, we got about two and a half minutes of content in there he's going to have to write every week. Yeah, so, you know, he's going to take care of that. Um, I want to get some, uh, 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 like, uh, some, like, people, like, some nostalgia podcasts. Like, you know, have, like, a 40-year-old man go and rewatch like, uh, Scrubs. And, uh, you know, that'll probably get like 200,000 people listening to it. Well, how about, what, and, what about this? Uh, what if we get two 40 year old men, uh, together but with different cultural tastes where you got one guy who wants to reminisce about scrubs and the other guy is Keemstar who's also 40, but he just wants to watch 18 year olds play video games. Well, then what would they talk about? The They're like, oh, can things? we change uh, to YouTube? I want to watch an 18-year-old play a video game. The so other we're, guy would be like, wa- no, we're I watching watch them watch it? Yeah, and we're watching them argue over which one to watch. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, Actually, how about this? What if that 40-year-old guy is Zach Braff? And Zach Braff is like, I want to watch that episode where I was um, saying all that shit in it. When well, I was Zach- listening to the shins in that episode. Zach Braff already had like a three minute podcast and he's already quit doing it. I, you know, once they're out, it's hard to like get them interested in doing it again. All right. I'm just trying to help. Well, I, all right. Well, we, we got to get some true crime stuff. So let's do a bunch of stuff that, you know, every crime's kind of already been covered is the problem. You know, every woman that gets her foot cut off and is like dossed in a dump, like every one of them has been, you know, revived and looked at. I say, let's start lying. Oh, and, and make we find up some real crimes. people. We take real people and give their home addresses and private information, and then make up crimes that they committed that are horrific. Let's make up some crimes, and then, and then we'll week, say it's just spec. You know, we'll have a, 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 a intro at the beginning saying it's just like, uh, you know, it's speculation. You know, yeah, and we'll play that one at three hundred percent speed, so it's harder to understand what he's saying when he says yeah. it's speculation. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll constantly, like, attack them online to try to get them to respond. Yeah, no, we're going to try to get the uh, fans to attack them so we have plausible deniability. Like, hey, we're just making up stories about real people and giving their home addresses and seeing what happens, you know? Um, All right, so I have some knowledge here. Um, So next year, Gimlet is doing seven podcasts on FOMO. I'm not sure how those are going to turn into. They haven't come out hmm. yet, but uh, you know, investor groups are saying get going on FOMO because FOMO well, is going to be coming big back. This- what about this though? If if okay, memes are cyclical, right? Like I can't has cheeseburger. That's funny again, right? That's great, again. right? Uh, so what about FML? Fuck my life. I think that's coming back. What if we 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 head off Gimlet at the pass by by one upping their FOMO with FML? And Ooh, so I think we just, I've got just the guy for the job too. Um, we recently managed to poach Andrew Hudson from E1 podcast. Oh, really? You know, oh, that's a big get. Yeah, the listeners are probably wondering where'd he go? Where'd he go? Why haven't I heard him in like two weeks? It's because we poached him here at the Why Zen Podcast Network. You know, E1 made a statement about where is Andrew Hudson? Yeah, the people want to know, but uh, they'll find out soon enough uh, when they hear his new FML show. I think he's the perfect guy. He's got a great internet presence. You know, he loves saying, you know, all his all his shit that he says out there, like dudes rock and whatever. It's really funny. So uh, I think that'd be really great to get him on some FML content. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm looking through right here. Uh, he's going to be 
Oh, perfect. I got the perfect person. Andrew Hudson's going to host the new podcast, FML, with Nico Lull, the OK Boomer girl. Oh, wow. Yeah, now we're talking. so we'll, we'll, we'll have them and Andrew Hudson, and uh, we'll just let them riff, right? Yeah. And, you know, they'll tell stories of, like, embarrassing first dates, right? That's what, like, the FML stuff likes, right? Yeah, I think you're onto something here. Maybe, uh, maybe get a little like, Z- Satriani on there. Maybe a, maybe a cute story about when you saw your crush and you were clumsy and you just wanted to die, you know? Yeah, and we'll I get think Andrew, Andrew Hudson would be perfect for that. I can I can imagine the fu- the the logo now. We get Andrew Hudson, you know, with his lips pursed, looking super great, and we'll get Nico Lull in a big blowout wearing like a bikini or something, and then it'll be like you know they're both making frowny faces, and it says like FML, and uh, you know, we'll get Andrew Hudson to tell some 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 crazy stories of dating. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I haven't run it by him yet, but uh, I'm yeah, sure he'll love it. Yeah, this could go forever. This sounds like a, a really evergreen concept. Yeah. No, totally, totally. I think, uh, you know, we get a couple, and after that, we just get like 10 crazy people. Like, um, I don't know. You can get Jesse Farrar to do another one. Um, you can get tons of people to kind of come in there and do some just some stuff for us. Yeah, maybe we throw Jane Goodall in the mix. Did you already sign Jane Goodall? Why are you like? I feel like you're really determined. Yeah, on I mean, that. She, we signed her to five different chimp-related shows, so I'm just trying to think. Maybe she does an FML show about chimps, where she says like the most epic fails that she ever saw chimps do, or something. You know? Ooh, that's a good. We could have Jane Goodall as a guest on FML. Yeah, and we that's could, what I'm saying. We could ask Andrew if he's ever seen any. Andrew would ask her if she's ever seen any apes on first dates. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> And talk about how I love canceling people, but I also hate missing out on stuff. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect. It's all the classic Andrew Hudson humor you've come to expect. Yeah, I think uh, all the broke losers who listen to E1 aren't going to be able to afford the Zing Podcast Network, so I'm not sure how much um, pull he's going to have from his former audience, but I think that he's going to develop a thriving new audience on the Z yeah. Podcast Network. Oh, 100%. We'll get him a personal trainer, more selfies. It'll be easy peasy. Um, I'm actually looking at my watch now. Uh, the big man's about to get here, so we got to go set up. All right. Oh, the big man. I know uh, mm-hmm. you're talking about uh, the Chan man. Yeah, Jackie Chan. We're trying to get him on an exclusive podcast contract. Uh, oh, he's, right away, I got an idea. What if we have him on an ASMR thing that's just him like doing his karate moves, and you just hear them instead of seeing them? That's a pretty good idea. I hadn't thought of any ideas before the meeting, so let's just stick with that one. ASMR karate with Jackie Chan. Yeah. Oh, man. We could call it like Morning Delight or something inscrutable. Sure. All right. Well, uh, let's go meet up with him back up here. I'm going to go ahead and cut the recording right here. Uh, uh, For everyone at Risco and the Zing Podcast Network, again, signing off here, Rodney Kroenke, Senior Manager of CEO-level Content Strategy and Business Development. And this is uh, Lachlan Walmsley. And actually, you know what? I got to take a call before this meeting even because Arnold is on the phone. And I think I'm going to explain to him the idea behind the thinker, the two drinkers, the three stinkers, uh, the two winkers, and the pinker. So uh, I'm going to take this call right now. Don't tell him he's a winker yet. You haven't hit his eye yet. All right. Let's get out of here. I'm hitting the button. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.